everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 31 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks to everyone who has subscribed in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play, and especially anyone who has left me a rating or a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. As a reminder, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for food pictures, because obviously what good is hearing about food if you can't see pictures of it? Just search for Mitch Goldich in all three places and you'll find me. And you can also search Mitch Eats Food Pod a, uh, on Instagram, an Instagram account just for this podcast. Now, it was a busy end of the summer for me. If you're subscribed and you're all caught up, you know that my last two episodes were in Austin. And you should definitely go check those out, a couple of great meals I had there. And then soon after Austin, I actually had a work trip down in Nashville, another great food town. So I have more podcasts from outside of New York. Tennessee is actually the 10th different state that I have covered and eaten in in the first 31 episodes of this podcast. This time, we are welcoming in a brand new guest for the first time, and he's actually my first co-worker from Sports Illustrated to appear on the podcast. His name is Dave Sepperson. Sep, welcome. How are you doing? I'm great, buddy. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction, and I feel very honored that I'm the first guest that you also work with. Uh, well, uh, I don't know how much of an amazing introduction. I didn't really say anything nice about you except that we work together, but if you took it as amazing, then I'm happy that I've got you uh, on here and feeling good. We were in Nashville for a work trip. We were down there for a while, and so I think there was one obvious thing. When we found out we were going there, uh, I was like, well, we have to have hot chicken, and you were like, I was going to say we have to have hot chicken, and so uh, we did it, I think, just like three hours after we landed on the ground. So Yeah, uh, no question. I mean, it's the thing you got to get when you go to Nashville. It's like, it's what they're known for. Exactly. So uh, we went to Hattie B's. I know there are a bunch of places. We, we got suggestions. We both had a whole list of people giving us suggestions. But I'm going to uh, put the, I think it's credit. I think credit's the word here. To Eric Single, another one of our coworkers who's a Vanderbilt alum. And I was asking him about it. He gave me a few options. He said people go to Prince's for the history. He said McDougal's is his personal favorite place for not hot chicken. But he said that Hattie B's would be the right place basically for the wait time slash quality combination. He said this was his go-to and this was our spot. So we're going to talk all about it. Do you want to give me your first impressions, what you thought of the place? Yeah, let's start right off the bat with wait time because you are going to stand in line for a long time. <laughs> but I will say when you walk up, you hit that smell hits you right in the face immediately. Like it's unbelievable. Like the smell of hot chicken, just like the aroma is like instant. Like I think you said you were in the car. We were like, driving by and we're trying to find a place to park and you were like i think i smell hot chicken already and i was like what oh my god there it is i was gonna say you said start with the wait time for me the smell was the beginning because i smelled <laughs> this place before i saw it um yeah you're right we were in a car full of people and uh it was one of those where we were gonna park the car let's have somebody hop out and save a spot in line and the car door opened and this the smell of chicken wafted in and then we parked we were walking there were other restaurants uh, in between us and Hattie B's, and I could still smell Hattie B's overpowering everything else on the street, which was amazing. Just the the smell of the fried chicken was so good, and uh, and yeah, it's lucky that the that it did smell good because we were waiting in line for a long time. I think it was uh, about ninety minutes that we were in line, if that sounds right to you. I think I I took a note sounds on that. Right, it felt like forever because by the end I was so hungry that I was like, just give me one of everything on the menu because I was just dying, and I thought I could eat the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, so let let's talk about our order strategies. Um, yeah. I have mine. So I was debating uh, between the large white, which is two breasts and two wing quarter combos, 
or the half a bird, which sounds like it's going to be a lot, but I mean, I've, I've had half a chicken at places like this before, and uh, it might actually be less food than the large white, but the half bird is a breast, a thigh, a leg, and a wing, and then they have different heat levels, because it, it's hot chicken, so it's, uh, you know, it's spicy. They, well, I guess you can get it spicy. The heat levels, starting from the uh, mildest, at the bottom they have southern, and then mild, medium, hot, damn hot, and shut the cluck up, which uh, I appreciate the name. Neither of us got the shut the cluck up. So no. uh, do you want to go over your strategy, what you were thinking about as you ordered, and then and then tell us what you got, and then I'll run through my order. Yeah, so my strategy was this. We were on a work trip. I knew we had to be up early the next day. I don't want to be like, oh, my God, let me eat this ridiculously hot chicken and then, like, be feeling it for the rest of, like, the week. So I went the mild, and I got to say, right off the bat, that was a mistake. Listen to Mitch. He knew what he was doing. I made such a rookie move, and I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> but I did the uh, I did the large white mild. I did a side of the mac and cheese, side of the potato salad, coleslaw. I did one tender medium, and then I got a sweet tea, because if you're in the South and you don't get sweet tea, what are you doing with your life? I feel bad. Um, it's like you're on here giving confessional. I didn't mean to make you feel bad about your order by having no, you relive it. I that felt was... bad about it myself. Like I literally, like I was done. Like I had some of yours, luckily, and I was like, man, like this just isn't like because I was told that even mild is still very spicy. It is absolutely not spicy, but I like I like to believe I have a pretty good tolerance for heat. So I definitely should have gone medium. I probably should have even gone hot, um, and I probably would go with hot. Yeah. So. I have I don't care if it's a work trip and I'm going to feel horrible the next day. I'm order <laughs> I'm there. This Mitch eats food is a work project for me and I'm there to to eat my food and uh and eat whatever's going to taste the best and worry about the consequences later. So I did I went with the half a bird and I got it in medium and I was tempted between medium and hot because like you sometimes uh, and I can handle spicy food. I think sometimes people order spicy food just to like show off and prove that they can. And I think that's stupid because I always believe you should get what you think tastes the best and, and what you're going to yeah. enjoy. And, you know, sometimes it's fun to eat something spicy, but like I wasn't going to order the damn hot just to prove that I could or whatever. Um, so I got totally the half, fair. the half a bird medium. And then I was tempted. I wanted to see how hot the hot was. So I also, I got an extra tender on the side of hot just so that I could try and sample it and taste the difference between the medium and the hot. Uh, then for my sides, I did the also did the pimento mac and cheese, which was excellent, and the creamy coleslaw. I uh, thought about getting a third side, but decided basically the, the extra tender was my side. So I got a, a chicken with a side of chicken was my plan, plus the other two. And then they everything comes with uh, pickles and bread. So the chicken is served on pieces of white bread, which is nice because then the uh, greasy – I mean, you know, it's fried chicken. You're going to eat it with your hands. But some of that extra grease, is, instead of like pooling up in the bottom of your uh, like cardboard container that it's served in, is going to soak up in the bread. And then they had these pickles. And uh, again, regular listeners, you're familiar with the pickles because I, I just talked about the spicy ones at La Barbecue in Austin. These were also very spicy. They were attached to the chicken with toothpicks. They were so spicy that uh, after you ate the pickle or just removed it off the toothpick, the part of the chicken that was underneath the pickle just remained incredibly spicy. It was unbelievable how, uh, how potent they were. And then, like you, wash it down with some sweet tea and uh, free refills. We both hit the sweet tea machine uh, several times. Many times. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, so that was my order. Pretty, uh, pretty basic. Those are kind of my classics. I think people know I love mac and cheese and I love coleslaw. And so that was kind of an obvious one for me. And then it ended up being just the, the perfect amount of food. I was also in that camp where I was a little bit over hungry because we waited so long. But um, once we got it and we finally uh, got to actually sit down and eat the food, it was, it was really a good amount for me. 
Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about, I mean, the chicken itself, just comparing it to other places you've gone for fried chicken and, and other meals that you've had? Uh, you know, I think we talked about the spiciness and the, the quantity, but what would you think of the food? Yeah, let's talk. So the actual fried chicken is one of the best pieces of fried chicken I've ever had. It was so juicy, very flavorful. It had just like a great crisp when you bit into it. And they say they double fry it, so that definitely was a part of it. Um, but it was it was just such a good bite of fried chicken. And like I could easily eat two or three of those be like breasts of fried chicken. They were excellent. Um, obviously, I wish the heat was a little stronger. And that because of the way I think the heat is, that kind of changes the flavor a lot. Whereas like when I had the breast, it was like I had the mild sauce, so I really was just enjoying the chicken breast. Whereas when I had the tender. The tender had more flavor, but because I think it's because of the notch up of heat, and then I had one of your tenders, and that had even more heat, and that had even more flavor. So I think just depending on the heat and how high you go, you get even more like punch of flavor, because I think it was a hot, actually had a kind of like a pepper flavor, whereas the mild almost had like a very light, like, you know, uh, Tabasco sauce style, style flavor, so they're very, very, very different. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was going to say that, too, about how the uh, the different spices had not just different levels of spiciness, but different flavoring. So, like, I've been to some places where uh, people do, like, pad thai for lunch, and some people get hot, and some people get medium, and it looks like it's the same exact dish. They just sprinkle in more of the, you know, the, the pepper or whatever in to make it hotter based on what you want. But this actually tasted like the hot and the medium and the mild were kind of different flavors, which was interesting. I meant to back up here a little bit, and we should just say, for those people who aren't really familiar, with it, um, this was no sauce. It was really, uh, and because I, you know, I like I'm a, I'm a sauce guy, as people know. But um, it was really, it was like a, a dry rub. Like the the heat was just baked into the fried, crispy outer uh, part of the fried chicken. So you know, it was really good. That like you said, the meat I thought in the the breast was really juicy, and it was good, just like juicy white meat with that perfectly flaky, crispy, dry uh, rub on the outside. So it was not even really a messy meal. I thought it would it would be even messier than it was, but. I just thought it was great, like the to to pick it up and eat it with your hands, and just the the quality of the meat uh, itself, and then the fry on the outside, which just flaked off and was perfect. So yeah, I, overall, I mean, I, I thought it was really good. I was glad that I ended up getting the half bird also because I'm glad I got to try different parts of the chicken. I actually think the thigh might have been my favorite that I had, um, and so I'm really glad that I didn't get the the large white, which would have been two breasts and two wing quarters, because the thigh, I just I think the thigh is an underrated. Uh, cut of the chicken, and I think uh, if you're getting the the fried chicken meal or whatever, I just I always like going for the thigh. Um, and you know, I just thought every part of the bird was really good. The uh, it was interesting how the looking into into it, like looking at the detail of the flakes. So like there were some pepper flakes or whatever was in the batter. It was really funny how the tender, um, you know, a chicken tender is not a totally flat or smooth surface. It has like little nooks and crannies that stick in. And it felt like at the bottom, there was this one part where it was just like a collection pool of all the pepper flakes. And you could kind of see how hot it was going to be, that there were some bites that were going to be hotter than others. But overall, I just thought it was really good. And I, uh, I'm glad that I got to try the tender on the side. I was happy with the sides that I got. We have to talk about the and cheese because it was very good. I'm going to let you talk about that a little bit. But the well, coleslaw was jump good. Into the mac and cheese, oh, sorry. I got to I got to yeah. jump back into the sauce because okay. that's one thing that was actually probably the most disappointing for me because in my head I visualized it as like they double fried it and they like dunked it in the sauce and it's going to have like a really like 
saucy feel and the bread was getting like soaked in sauce when I ate the bread. I was just having like mushy kind of delicious heat. And it had none of it. It was like almost like the bread barely was touched by the sauce. And that was actually super disappointing to me. And I, it's funny because I walked inside to get more sweet tea and I saw somebody else that had the same order as it, but theirs was like really like covered in sauce. And I was like, oh, I want that order. Like I felt like I got gypped. And so I don't know if maybe they asked for it a different way and I just don't know because I'm a rookie, but I feel like if I could go back, I would definitely ask for sauce on the side, like an extra thing of sauce to like dunk it in and like pour on top because it was definitely just too dry for me. And that was kind of the most disappointing part is I really wanted it to be like more like wet. I thought it was just, that was, it just, it was still flavorful. It was still juicy, but like, I think the sauce would have just amplified it to like the next level for me and not having that actually kind of dropped it down. And then obviously, you know, they talk about like, Oh, this is bread. And then you're kind of like, well, it's just really a piece of white bread with like two triplets of like, sauce where like your chicken barely touched it so i don't know i was a little disappointed with personally yeah so i so i i disagree i because i love you know when i get like chicken tenders or chicken fingers people can definitely go back and check out my episode on foie which is my favorite chicken fingers in the world um i forget what number that is 14 or 15 or something but anyway um you know that's kind of the fun is you got a you know barbecue or honey mustard or hot sauce and you dip in and the blue cheese and whatever um but i kind of liked the novelty of this that it didn't need it um you know and, and i thought it was good that the i thought the the spice and the flavor of the fried chicken held up on its own and didn't really need the sauce but i will agree with you i thought the bread was the was by far the most disappointing part of the meal probably the only thing in the meal that disappointed me um because i i also thought okay yeah i'm definitely gonna eat this bread and i thought it would have some flavor and some heat and it was really it was pretty disappointing that it was kind of just boring plain old bread which that's fine if that's what it is but even it's hard to describe um that even you know accepting the fact that it's just plain old white bread i still thought it was just very flavorless and so it was kind of thing i took two bites of the bread and then i was out on the bread but i I was not disappointed at a lack of sauce Uh, i thought that was fine but but the the bread was my one quibble that i made a note on that i thought was disappointing yeah, you took one bite of the bread, or two bites of the bread. I took one, but the thing I didn't take one bite of was the mac and cheese we talked about. That mac and cheese was by far the best thing we ate all night. It was super creamy, had incredible flavor, a little bit of spice to it, and it was just like, there's some like mac and cheese you get at like fast places, it's kind of like dried out, and it's like not like great mac and cheese, whereas this one was like really creamy cheese and like the macaroni was cooked really really well and it just all together was like the perfect bite of mac and cheese i really loved it yeah i'm with you 100 percent. it was great uh and yeah some mac and cheese gets like kind of congealed or like gets a little bit mm-hmm. the cheese starts to harden this was just like a gooey creamy cheesy sauce and it was kind of smoky and it, it was spicy i think there might have been some uh like little chunks of red pepper uh in there like cut up red pepper but yeah i thought the mac and cheese was awesome and uh, i'm glad i got that that is usually my default setting for any kind of side if I'm doing a fried chicken or a barbecue or something like that. So it was kind of a no-brainer. I did think about, you know, the southern greens or the baked beans or the potato salad, but uh, I was very happy with both the mac and cheese and the coleslaw, which was good. I don't think it was anything special as far as coleslaws go, but it was a good uh, creamy, crunchy coleslaw. I had a few bites of it just on its own, sort of as a, you know, as a chaser after a a spicy bite of chicken. And some I did, you know, bite of chicken with the coleslaw and I thought that was good. And, And, you know, sometimes when you have a spicy meal, it's just good to have a side that's not spicy and so the coleslaw uh was a little helpful and uh you know in addition to the sweet tea obviously which we were uh guzzling down uh but yeah so yeah. I, I was very happy with those sides and i'm with you the chicken was good but the mac and cheese might have been the best tasting thing that i had there yeah i for sure and then the coleslaw i, I like the coleslaw i thought it was pretty good it was a little too mayonnaise for me i wish it had a little more vinegar bite to it but it was still 
very good. I would not say not to order it. The one thing I would say not to order that I did get was a potato salad. Uh, not a fan. It just didn't really sit with me and uh, wasn't a fan of the taste or the flavor of it. Um, texture was fine. Nothing, no issue with that. It's a standard potato salad, but just the uh, the flavor, whatever they added to it for like the spice, just uh, it didn't sit for me. So not a fan of the potato salad. But the sweet tea, on the other hand, was delicious. And the thing about the sweet tea in the South is like some places you order sweet tea and it's just like sugar upon sugar upon sugar and like that's fine that's what people love but like a really great sweet tea to me is not too sweet and still has like a really strong tea flavor and this had that like it was still very sweet and so you got the sweetness but you really still got the taste of tea which is really important to me because when you're getting like a nice tea or sweet tea you want to taste tea that's the you know essence of the drink and so uh that actually probably was maybe my second or third favorite thing, depending on if I want to put it with the chicken. It was pretty close. I enjoyed it a lot. And I, I think I'm going to just let you speak for us both because you <laughs> you drank so much sweet tea, not just there, but the entire trip. I think every day I saw you going through it. And I think you might have told me at some point in the trip that this was, I don't know if this was your favorite sweet tea you had or among your favorite, but I have my little notes as I'm going through that of what I want to talk about on this podcast. And there's a bullet point that just says, let Sep talk about the sweet tea. Um, yeah, I, no, it's <laughs> definitely my favorite sweet tea of the whole trip. No question. I don't drink soda, so tea and water are my go-tos. So I drink a lot of tea back home anytime I'm on the road. Sweet tea is usually just when I'm down in the south, and so obviously being a natural, it's a staple, and this place did not disappoint. It delivered. All right. Well, that's that's most of it for the as far as the actual meal goes. I, I guess looking uh, on the other end, after the meal, I want to say it was a heavy meal, but I, I definitely – I felt full, but I don't think I overate. I mentioned at the top that I thought I got just the right amount of food, and it also – it just kind of felt like it wasn't as greasy as I thought going in. Like, And, I, you know, I, I joked about it earlier, but I shared some of your concerns about eating chicken that was a little <laughs> bit too spicy and then possibly getting uh, – feeling ill on a work trip. But uh, yeah. actually, I felt okay. I, the bread soaked up a lot of the grease and so I, I I guess this is perhaps the highest compliment I can give is that I didn't feel as gross after the meal as I worried I might um, I don't know if you felt the same but I uh, I felt like it was a it was a good amount uh, decent greasiness level and just like a good you know you don't go to fried chicken expecting that you're gonna feel great afterwards but I felt okay having <laughs> some hot chicken so I, I yeah, think, no, uh, I'm right there with you I felt good it did not leave me feeling over full or anything like that. Uh, I actually probably could have had another piece of chicken and I would more than fine. Um, I won't say I didn't think about it, but it was late at night and we waited a long time. And I think they were getting ready to close and probably were like, get the heck out of here. But no, it was great. I Overall, really strong meal. I would give the whole meal a B plus. I think it's a very fair grade for Hattie B's. I would definitely recommend going there. I still wish we had gone to some of the other places just to compare, but unfortunately, we did it. We're not allowed. We had other things to do. Um, but overall, really a great meal. And Hattie B's, thumbs up. B plus is a, a fair grade. I think I, uh, especially knowing going in, you were disappointed with the uh, that you got milder chicken than you wanted. So that probably knocks it down at least a half a letter yeah. grade more than it otherwise would have. Because I think I'm leaning more. I don't usually give them a letter grade, but I would probably <laughs> lean more towards an A minus. I think. Um, I, I I just here's what I would say because I was thinking a lot about the wait time. Um, overall, I thought it was very good, and I think that as a tourist who's there uh, one time and had never been there before, I'm, I was happy to wait 90 minutes to get it. I think that if I lived there, I would not go here regularly. I don't think that it's the kind of thing I would 
want to wait 90 minutes, uh, you know, even once a month to go in and get it. But I think if you're just there passing through town, don't go that often, want to give it a try. I think in that case, it's totally worth it to wait 90 minutes and have that meal. So I don't know if that makes it overrated because some people go and expect that they're just going to wait that long and that's part of it. Um, I'm not quite saying that it's overrated because I thought it was very good. I just think maybe yeah. from a from a wait time value standpoint, uh, that's kind of how I feel about things. That said, I would I have... would agree. I'm going to add one more thing in though because I think one of the keys was we found out while we were waiting in line. If you order takeout, you can actually sit on the deck outside with your takeout, which I did not know. So we probably could order takeout, saved a bunch of time, and still eating where we ate. So in saying that, I feel like if you're from there and you're more of a local, you probably know, like, okay, I'll order my takeout and, like, bring it home, or I can, like, because you also can order a gallon of the sweet tea for, like, five bucks and take that with you. So That's all you I saw about. that on the menu, and I was like, oh, 100% <laughs> I care about. And so uh, I think if you're, like, a local and you kind of know, like, hey, I live right by there, so I'll order the takeout, walk in, you can skip the whole line, get your food and leave, I felt like that was something we missed out on a little yeah bit. takeout could be the way to go and the other thing i'll say is that they i saw a sign they have chicken and waffles but only on sundays between 11 and 4 and that is very yeah. tempting because i love chicken and waffles and i bet theirs are awesome so uh that i would definitely go back and try in a second and uh maybe the next time i'm in nashville i would make sure that i hit that so uh so that's my thought there all right seth any other i mean we had a lot of good meals in uh, Nashville, but this, this is the only one we're going to talk about today. Any other last thoughts on Hattie B's before I let you go? The last thing, I, I kind of still regret not getting a hat. They had incredible swag when you walked in, and I thought about it the whole t- whole dinner. I was like, should I get one of these fun, like, Hattie B hats? I got, like, a cool B. It's got a baseball cap. I was like, oh, this could be really fun to, like, take back. It's, like, kind of, like, you know, some people might know it, others wouldn't. Uh, I ended up not getting the hat, but I, I still kind of wish I did. Part of me really thinks I missed out on that. That was a big mistake on my part. All right, so your final thought was a plug for their merch. I appreciate yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can only buy in store. <laughs> yep. All right, Seth, thanks for doing this. It was fun having you on, man. My pleasure, buddy. All right, thanks everyone else for listening. A reminder, if you're new, you should go back and check out all my previous episodes, especially episodes 29 and 30 from Austin were great at La Barbecue and Voodoo Donuts. As I said at the top, we're up to 31 episodes in 10 states. A lot are in New York City. There are a bunch in Pennsylvania. Make sure you subscribe to Mitch Eats Food in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. While you're at it, you can write me an iTunes review. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. You can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter, Instagram, or search Mitch Goldich on Facebook for pictures and another place to leave comments. Comments. Follow the Mitch Eats Food pod account on Instagram. Finally, you can email me at mitcheatsfood at gmail.com. Make sure you tell all your friends, and I'll talk to you again soon. Mitch.